What is up, everybody? Welcome back. Today we're talking about isolation and how to connect with other people by realizing that you are isolated. What I mean by isolation is that each of us is our own separate being with our own separate thoughts, our own habits and beliefs. And this is obvious stuff, (laughs) very obvious stuff. But people reject their aloneness all the time. They reject their aloneness, their isolation, the fact that nobody lives for them, nobody dies with them, nobody can think for them, and if you reject those things, then nobody can actually reconnect with you, at least on any real, personal, deep level. And the people who usually reject those um, inherent characteristics of being a human and a person, or just any animal, every animal is isolated and alone. It's just that us humans have the capacity to feel that isolation and aloneness. But anyways, the people who reject that uh, defining characteristic of our experience, they usually distract themselves by trying not to be alone and not being isolated, although they actually are isolated. This is usually accomplished by entertainment, rampant entertainment, and distraction. I was definitely one of these people at some point a few years ago. And I would spend my time alone when I was alone, watching videos, listening to music, doing anything to make myself feel like I was not alone. When you're listening to music, it feels like you're not alone. Drake is is right there with you, man. (laughs) And same thing with Adele and everybody else that you listen to. And I watched a lot of YouTube because, you know, when you're immersed in somebody else's living their life, uh, most of the time I was watching people who were living their dreams, basketball players, NFL players, vloggers and such. Watching them live their dreams made me feel like I was there. I was part of the experience. I was partly responsible for their success, which is true to a very, 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 very limited extent. I have not listened to Drake enough to pay even one of his bills. I have not listened to Adele enough to pay for a ticket to a concert. My hundreds of hours of watch time on some guy's YouTube channel where he reviews multi-million dollar cars. I didn't make any of those payments for those cars. Even though I watched hours and hours of his content, I have not generated for him enough for that one payment. But it felt like I was part of the crew, man. I was part of the crew. I was part of OVO. (laughs) I was part of the Adele gang. And during that time, I didn't really have any thoughts of my own. I didn't have any desires of my own. Everything that I thought was me was actually implanted by somebody else. And I was just living out somebody else's thoughts, emotions, desires, dreams, a cog in somebody else's machine. And the way people who are cogs in other people's machines connect, they say, hey, I'm also a cog in that machine. (laughs) And they get along based on that. I love basketball, man. It's my favorite sport in the world. Um, We have the most unique basketball players in America, the most talented. So I watched some NBA, mostly highlights, but basketball used to be the way I connected pe- connected to people. Like, hey man, you like Kyrie Irving? Man, I love Kyrie Irving. That's my favorite player. I try to model my game after him and so and so. And oh, you like this team? Nah, they suck, man. Uniting over essentially bullshit. And it goes a lot deeper than just connecting with somebody over basketball or some YouTuber or listening to somebody's music. This happens in romantic relationships as well. A lot of relationships that aren't well thought out are based on mutual 
cock in a machine this. <laughs> For example, you get on Tinder, you put in your profile, I like anime. <laughs> and then you swipe right on the girl that likes anime, and then you connect, and you're like, wow, you like anime? What's your favorite anime? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You watch One Piece? Oh, snap. And then those people get together, and maybe they form a relationship or, or something. But relationships formed on being a cog in the same machine will not last if there are significant value differences or maybe if you try to not be a cog in that machine. What I've figured out for myself and what I have observed in others is that the most interesting people spend a lot of time by themselves. They think, they read, they reason, and they contemplate their lives, their decisions, their values, their choices. And that makes them a genuine person that you can actually connect with. And this is why people like me will, well, like my former self, would plug into their machine and just, you know, ride along. I'm not saying that you shouldn't watch or listen to valuable content. Just make sure that you are interested in yourself. Make sure that you have values that people admire and that people can connect with you through those values and your thoughts and your values and behaviors. When people connect based on values and principles and shared um, shared goals and other such things, those connections stick harder and they stick longer. And people in those relationships feel understood on a level that the people who are just surface level, they just consume stuff and don't think and aren't interesting at all, they can never connect like that. And so the moral of the story is, is that we need to experience our isolation and its fullness. I don't mean the isolation that we typically think of where someone doesn't have any friends or family and they just sit at home and watch Netflix or whatever. That is a form of isolation, but those people aren't actually isolated. They're filled with relationships that aren't real based on the content they watch, the music they listen to, and the things that they do to distract themselves becoming from becoming um, a real person that has real values and thoughts of their own and values and becoming interesting in some way so that someone can actually connect with them. So we need to make it a purpose to separate ourselves from others so that we can contemplate, get clear on our values and our goals and our purposes. And once we do that, when we find someone that shares those things with us, our connection with them will be so strong and a lot longer lasting than the connections that aren't based on those things. This applies to friendships, your partners, your children, everybody. And connected people who are genuinely connected feel a lot happier than those who are fake connected with people. I guess that goes without saying. It's pretty obvious, I guess. I think I made a good case for it. But anyways, that's all I have to say for now. I appreciate you listening. And I will see you next time.